Welcome to the Happy Being Well podcast, where we talk about strategies and insights so you can live happy being well with your host, Rita Ferrugia. This podcast is presented by happybeingwell.com, your online store providing the best in all natural wellness products, such as natural essential oils, all natural bath products, all natural facial masks, all natural deodorants, irresistible leggings, crystals, including crystal home decor and kitchen items, herbal teas, natural sleep aids, and so much more natural wellness goodies at happybeingwell.com. Free shipping on any order within the USA at happybeingwell.com. Now enjoy the show. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Happy Being Well. We have another exciting guest today. Um, This is like this is the first time we've had an aromatherapy expert on the show. Her name is Amy Anthony, and I'm really, really excited to talk about aromatherapy. As you know, Happy Being Well is all about aromatherapy um, because we provide essential oils to our customers. And, you know, I, for one, love essential oils, but also love burning sage. I'm a big, big fan of aromatherapy. So it's such a pleasure to have Amy on to really explore, you know, aromatherapy. Like I didn't even realize there were, you know, you could work with an aromatherapy expert and one-on-one and she can customize, you know, your aromatherapy for you and such. So Amy, welcome to the Happy Being Well podcast. Hi, Rita. Thank you for having me. It's you're, a pleasure. It's a pleasure to, that you're here. I'm excited. So um, for a lot of viewers, I think most people understanding aromatherapy is like the aromatherapy diffuser, plug it in. You know, I guess the basic go-to everyone's familiar with is lavender, mm-hmm. you know, to help with sleep and relaxation. Um, but aromatherapy can be used for a variety of reasons, not just to help you go to sleep. It could help. I, for one, love peppermint oil while getting work done. You know, there's a lot of oils out there to help increase your con- your concentration, mental alertness, uh, even mood to make you feel a bit happier. So talk to us, like a lot of people, of course, always looking for ways to be more productive. So I'll just start mm-hmm. off with that. What do you recommend you know, to have by your desk while working to boost your productivity, concentration, and focus? It's a big question. um, And I have some oils that immediately come to mind, but I just do want to stress something about one thing I love about aromatherapy is that we work with essential oils and we know that they can be applied topically. But I think you've already alluded to this, that when we smell them, they are very impactful. We don't even have to put them on our body. So through olfaction or smelling, a lot can be done. And on that note, it's also very sustainable to do that, to work drop by drop, realizing how much plant material it takes to create a little bit of essential oil. Um, But the ones that come to mind, right? The greatest hits, rosemary. There is a research that rosemary helps with memory, uh, mental clarity, and memory retention. And a lot of oils do this. Um, so, cause someone might hate the smell of rosemary. So mm-hmm. if you don't like it, you could turn to another oil because a lot of oils bring clarity and help form memories. That's one of the powers of scent. Um, and to segue, I have other oils to share like frankincense is one. And I'm preparing for a workshop this Wednesday in Brooklyn, New York on sacred oils. 
but I will be preparing and having an immersive experience. And frankincense is one that has some research around it, how it works directly with the brain in the in the spinal in the brain with the TRVP3 pathway, some components. Smelling brings a sense of calm and openness to the mind and reception. So mm. let's say you don't like the rosemary, you could turn to frankincense. The world has its aromatics. So there's many to choose from. Uh, mm. I could go on, I could go on. But <laughs> no, those are those are really, really great oils. Frankincense and rosemary to help with your mental performance while working mm-hmm. at your desk. And of course, all those can be found at happybeingwell.com. I'm, I love, and, and it's a good point that you brought up too. You can not only smell them, you can actually, a lot of people forget, you can apply them topically. So for me, you know, I'm, I'm a, I, I, for topical uses, one of my biggest uses is, you know, during my female cycle, I always love to rub, you know, lavender on my lower abdomen and it really, really helps soothe, um, you know, those female cramps, right? Mm -hmm. It's really, really a big helper. Um, of course, headaches, peppermint oil, a little bit of peppermint oil on the forehead and in temples. Um, but I even put lavender on too, when I have headaches, it helps a lot. So can you speak to us other ways people can use the oils topically? I think the topical one is often overlooked because we always smell, 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 right? Is um... Yeah, it's it's interesting because smell is very powerful. We're, we're interacting with um, receptors, memory retention, uh, and we're forming new memories. But also when you're smelling, this is going into your body too, into your bloodstream, and where our our whole nasal passage is highly innervated and vascularized, lots of blood. And these essential oils love lipids. They love to work with our cell membranes. Mm-hmm. So just by smelling a little bit, you are actually also getting it into your body. But topically, um, please dilute your oils because yeah. the, uh, straight oils can be very potent. Sometimes applying directly undiluted is okay like lavender on a bee sting, amazing, right? But topically, uh, I've worked like with you said, for you, like your menstrual cramps, aches and pains in general. Uh, This includes arthritis for some people. Young people have arthritis too. If you make a nice ointment or salve at a 5% dilution, I'd even, it's like 60 drops in two ounces of oil. You can make a muscle aches, pains after a workout, um, topical beauty care. I think I've seen you, you did, uh, you had a post about skincare. Uh, you could work, make yourself a beautiful face oil or body oil with 1% dilution of essential oils. That's just a tiny bit. You know, it's like what, six to 10 drops in an ounce, if that, Mm -hmm. um, but we could work with a lot, um, so skincare, general well-being, because um, essential oils are antibacterial, antimicrobial. They are wound healing. They promote skin regeneration. Um, hence, like lavender helps to actually close wounds and bring things together. So I already said, you already mentioned headaches. So there's a lot of our general woes of life. We could turn to essential oils when needed topically. 
Yeah. And also, you know, you can make your own um, all natural deodorant uh, mm -hmm. using essential oils, um, yep. toothpaste. Yes, yeah. yeah, skincare, your own skincare items, uh, even your own home cleansing products, you know, using lemon, peppermint. Mm -hmm. um, those are all very cleansing. And so it's you, the world, it's li limitless. It's like you could do so much with essential oils, uh, your own perfumes. I love making yeah. my own perfumes and, you know, you could really have fun with it. Um, you know, I like to use like a watery based uh, perfume with the essential oils and herbs and they just smell lovely if you let it just ferment after a while. Um, yeah, it's really, you could really have fun with, uh, essential oils for a variety of reasons. Yeah. And also rosemary could help stimulate hair growth. Mm -hmm. I love to put, you know, rosemary, rub it on my scalp. Um, it's just, and it just feels so soothing when you do apply it, you know, of course, with a carrier oil, like coconut oil, which, you know, for listeners, you can also grab coconut oil on happybeingwell.com as well in the essential oil section. Um, so that it's not irritant on your skin, mm -hmm. um, when you apply directly on your skin. Um, yeah. so what are some of your favorite ways to use essential oils in your day-to-day -day practice? It's a really interesting question. I just do want to share, you mentioned a lot of things yeah. <laughs> you could do with essential oils. Yeah. And by the way, consider myself a resource for folks. I have a lot of articles on how to make your own deodorant with essential oils, with some guidelines. I have classes on how to clean with essential oils. So there's uh, a lot to do with them. It's just setting your intention, actually. It's like, what am I doing? And being really mindful about how we're working with these, because it takes about 350 pounds of flowery lavender tops to get a pound of oil. And that's not a hard, you know, statistic. It changes by the season, but it's, mm. you have to, we have to be really mindful when we're working with these. So. Um, Sorry, you asked me a question and it totally went out my brain because I'm thinking about so many things. Right now. <laughs> I know this. I, there's, I know because there's just so many things you can do with the essential oils. Um, I said, what are your favorite, some of your favorite ways to use essential oils in your day to day practice? Yeah, my day to day. That is interesting. So daily, I have a facial facial oil I will apply, or right now I'm running. Uh, I have a cream I apply daily. And then I'm going to take a break from my oils because your skin does need a break from essential oils. You should always have a little rest. But I am always working on workshops. I'm writing. I have uh, like over 300 oils in my life plus. So I'm always with them, smelling them. Um, one way I like to work with the aromatic plants is like this morning I made myself a, a lemon balm tea that's with the actual herb. Because that's one thing that's exciting for me as a teacher and as a practitioner is to introduce people to the plants mm -hmm. and love the plants and to connect with nature. So the answer to your question is I'm with the oils every day in some capacity, but I really try to incorporate the plants into my life through cooking, um, through the t making tea. And sometimes, like, honestly, I just decided uh, I needed cypress in my life. So we could talk about cypress if you'd like. Yeah. And I started to carry cypress around with me uh, for the past few days. And I put a little drop on my wrist. Again, you should always dilute. But I did that really intentionally before. Because um, I need it. I feel I need the strength of, strength of cypress in my life right now. 
Mm. So for viewers out there, what, what is Cyprus? Why Cyprus? What does Cyprus do? Yeah, so Cyprus, uh, um, Cupressa Simpervirens, the Latin name, we should always look at the Latin name to know we're getting the correct botanical. Um, Forget about, like, it is great in a deodorant. It's great for working with varicose veins and tightening. It's a very astringent type thing physically. But uh, emotionally, I'm looking for inner strength. I am working with um, transitions within myself right now. And Cyprus has historically been worked with for marriage, death, transitions from one place to another. And Cyprus is interesting because when it's harvested, it's harvested. If you know what the plant looks like, people don't please look it up online. Like Van Gogh's paintings, those tall, straight Cypress trees. We harvest the cones, that's the sexual organs, the little twigs plus the leaves. So it's a very complex chemistry than, let's say, uh, white pine, where you just get the needles. So there is a, a bit of maturity and somberness to the oil. It's a bit serious, and it holds space to transition uh, through things. That's kind of a a little bit about Cyprus. Mm, interesting. Um, and so for someone like you, I'm interested to know, what are some of your favorite essential oils? <laughs> all, of, all of them i know right it's especially when you get to know them so intimately it's uh it, i would say it's really hard to choose it's because there's just so many yeah, benefits but, but to answer your question uh for your wonderful listeners think of seasonally we all every day we're different people we i live in new york you live in california different seasons different geographies um, currently, Cyprus, but I'm turning a lot to Juni Juniperus virginiana, or you could call it the American cedar wood. Grounding grandfather energy, very quieting, very centering. And I honestly, seasonally, sometimes I'll just be sitting around and suddenly someone just pops into my head, like, I must spend time with that. Like, I never worked with clove. I never felt the pull for clove. And for about Three to four weeks last year in November, I needed the warmth of clove and it started to blend uh, it with rose and some other uh, beautiful oils to give to make myself this really lovely blend I needed at the time. So for your listeners, like um, if someone just pops into your head, it might be subconscious. Listen to that. And maybe you want to go buy the food or buy the essential oil. Be like, maybe that's something you actually need right now. Mm -hmm, mm hmm. Yeah. Um, this conversation is making me want to go and, you know, make some, uh, grab some essential oils and make some like perfume, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and explore new ways, new scents. Um, it, it is such an exploration, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. really, truly an exploration, learning about new essential oils, smelling new scents. Um, it's a discovery process and mm -hmm. it's so fun because it's so therapeutic and a lot of them do smell lovely. Yeah. Um, so do you use any of the essential oils for, you know, a part of, because since you're so intimate with them, because you meant you mentioned tea, right? So are you using them for any other purposes like beauty um, for around the home? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the tea, I'll make, I'll take the plant itself, right? But the oils, like I mentioned in my face oil, body oil, I make my own creams. I do make my own deodorant. Uh, so 
I didn't use it today, but I did over the weekend. Um, they're intimate with me in that way in body care. I do have them in the bath. I mm -hmm. like to take a ritualistic bath and my intention is to take one tomorrow night. Uh, I also use the hydrosols a lot. So for folks that might not know what a hydrosol is, should I get into that? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, when we distill the, uh, the botanicals to obtain the essential oil, we're putting the, that plant material into a chamber. We close it all up. We inject steam into it. So you have this dance of heat, pressure, steam, and overcomes the essential oil in small amounts, and it's carried on the steam. And when it hits the condensing units, you could look this up online on distillation. You could look at my website. I have stuff. Um, you get the forever changed water and the essential oil. So many people know rose water. That's a great example. Many people relate. Mm -hmm. So the hydrosols have a lot of therapy. They're, they are therapeutic. And I love to put a cup or two cups in the bath of, mm. let's say, rose or something. And maybe at the right before I get into the bathtub, I'll put in, this is so bad of me, but I love spikenard and angelica root in the bath. They're very grounding oils, very uh, sensual in a way. And I've, I'm already looking forward to my bath. <laughs> I know. I love taking long hot baths and putting the essential oils in along with bath bombs, which even mm -hmm. you can make your own bath bombs too, you know, because the yep. bath bombs have essential oils in it as well. And it's yep. just so relaxing and soothing and your skin, you're moisturizing your skin afterwards. Um, and it, for me, it's a great way to practice my meditation practice, especially on days when, you know, you had a lot going on, you have a lot in your mind. It could be very difficult to meditate, you know, without that um, help, extra helper of calming your nervous system down. So when you get into the warm water, the warm water alone calms your nervous system down. So it's so it's just so easy to get into meditation because you're so calm and relaxed. Your mm -hmm. mind will just go there easily as opposed to not being in the warm water. You know, you have to concentrate more to get into that meditative state. Mm -hmm. And I liked how you said that, um, you know, you take your bath sometimes with intention. So, you know, I do that too. Um, you know, sometimes I may do like a self-love bath, you know, and have a self-love meditation. Or, you know, I will, sometimes I create my own meditations because I have meditation, like a guided meditation of my own accord. Um, because in a way, sometimes I think they can be more powerful that way because, um, it's like a hypnosis. So I'll have listening to my own guided meditation, um, that I've recorded or somebody else's that I really like, that I really enjoy, or sometimes it's just a quiet meditation. And I'll have the aromatherapy diffuser diffusing and I have the essential oils in the bath. I close the lights. I light the candles. Um, and sometimes it's either the, the aromatherapy diffuser diffusing lavender is my go-to mm -hmm. to calm me down, um, or love, love, love sage. Um, so I I'll just like to burn the actual um, mm -hmm. incense. And then of course, even just looking at the the incense burning is very therapeutic to me because I just love watching the, the smoke dance in the air and go into twirls. It's very hypnotic and it puts you into a trance-like state as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, those are some of the ways that I like to incorporate my bass as a part of my, uh, you know, I guess you could say spiritual practice um, personal development practice, you know? And so 
Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel like I want to take a bath tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you do. I I want to touch on something you brought up that I think is very important to stress uh, and reiterate is that to have the diffuser going in the bathroom while you're in the tub is a very lovely way to have essential oils with you in the bath because there is controversy around having essential oils in the bath. They float if they're not properly dispersed. Uh, If you have some intense oils in there, like peppermint on a shaved underarm, ouch, you know, it's not going to feel great. Mm -hmm. So um, I do what you do as well. Sometimes I do put the oils in the bath, but I prefer to put them in a diffuser because you are surrounded them by the oils um, and you're getting that therapy and you have less concern um, about essential oils in the bathroom. But there's been controversy. If you look for it, you'll see it. (laughs) <laughs> about people you should never put oils in the bath you know there's ways to do it like uh, you know, one or two drops but I love that you're diffusing in the bathroom yeah well I think this is why bath bombs are so great is because the essential oil you know is mixed in with the clay and it all just kind of dissolve dissolves very beautifully into the water um and you're getting all of those you know great natural ingredients to calm and feel, you know, to add more relaxation to your bath. And of course, adding, um, you know, Epsom salt, some bath salts, natural bath salts into the water help with the calming relaxation as well. Muscle, muscle relaxation as well. Um, so someone's starting on their journey to aromatherapy, you know, cause we, is a lot of people do suffer, you know, we live in a very stressful society. So it's very common for people to have sleep problems, mm-hmm. um, headaches, um, high stress as a result, the, and those symptoms can create those, um, you know, th- such things, you know, living yeah. in a very demanding North American society. So what are some of the easiest ways for somebody to embark on this journey to incorporate aromatherapy into their day-to-day lives? Um, Well, I know you have some of this on your website, but um, one of my go-tos, let me backpedal, get to know some oils, get to know some friends. Uh, Maybe you have a farmer's market or there's a local garden. If you can go and meet some friends and smell them or smell some essential oils in person, that'll kind of give you, you need the direct experience. Um, But one thing I love are the roller balls. Uh, So I, I feel like I should grab one of mine right here. Uh, roller balls are really fabulous to incorporate in your life. And I have personal experience. I live in New York City. Whenever I find myself getting really agitated, I like to make myself a roller ball blend. Let's say it's just straight lavender. Geranium's another nice one that's really balancing. You kind of pick what resonates with you. There's so many oils to choose from, and we could talk about that. But I want to uh, share that. If you have your roller ball and you apply it once a day, and one thing I like to do, I have my roller ball here for allergies, by the way. This helps me stop my allergy response. Mm. I, I like to roll the roller ball for anger, frustration. Once a day when I'm leaving my apartment on the elevator or walking out my door onto the street, I will have one, two, three on one side under my jawline and one, two, three from ear to the middle of jaw, one, two, three. I do that once to twice a day. and Keep with it, folks. Don't. Yes, you might find you your trends. You change a little bit. Maybe you're less irritable. But notice that essential oils are sneaky. 
You have to pay attention and bring the mindfulness to yourself. The oils are doing their magic, but you need to pay attention. I find with daily application for a set amount of time, maybe it's two weeks or three weeks, uh, daily application, stuff starts to shift after about the third day. Mm. You might, and this is the thing about essential oils. They do not cure the thing. That's your job. You need to find the root cause, but they help. So they help take the edge off. Whatever that is, maybe, maybe it's the mental mental fatigue, stress, anxiety, can't sleep so well. So it takes the edge off. It won't get rid of something. That's the thing. Because we're the ones that have to do that emotional work, right? Or mm-hmm. find that I can't sleep. But when you realize that about essential oils, it's very powerful. Because for myself, when I've done this over the years, and I've been studying since 2012. I've been a certified since 2015. Um, you just notice like, oh, can I swear? <laughs> I don't feel so X. Like, I don't feel so irritable. Wow. That happens to me after I notice like when I've been working with a blend. Mm, that's a great point. Yes. The roller balls. Um, they're like, it's just a little, it's like the little bottle and it has a roller ball at the end and you just quickly apply it on your skin. It's so great if you're on the go, mm-hmm. you know, if you're at a social party or um, you're at your desk at work or you're driving and you're getting stressed out and just grab, go in your purse or just leave it in your car, your your little car compartment, open it up and just roll it on your, you can roll it on your, your neck, the back of your neck, your mm-hmm. wrists. Um, and it's just a great way to have aromatherapy on the go. Um, yeah. another thing that I like to do sometimes if I don't have a roller ball with me is if I have the actual essential oil with me, um, then I'll just quick, I'll apply it on my palms and I'll rub my palms together and then smell it, you know, um, to get that aromatherapy dose, um, uh, yeah, it's just really great to have on the go, especially when you're navigating around, you know, your day-to-day life and you're around people that are challenging or difficult. Um, it's always great to have them in your purse. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially like, I, the, I, especially the workplace, because we all know the workplace can be so super stressful. So, you know, having them with you and then you go into the bathroom after a meeting and then, you know, grab your rollerball or your essential oil little bottle and just apply it on your, the palms of your hand and then smell um, you know, in the privacy of the bathroom. Right. So, um, you know, and having them by your desk as well, you know, in your, your cubicle, your office. Um, so those are really, really great tips. I forgot. Yeah, I, lo- yeah. I love that you brought up direct palm inhalation, like you said, because when you put that one drop on your palm and you do this in special occasions, it's very powerful. It makes you stop. You have to stop and pay attention. And I really appreciate how you said to go in the bathroom because not everyone's going to like your oil because smell is so public. Mm -hmm. If you put something on yourself and someone two cubicles over doesn't like it, it's not good. Like, yeah. uh, And I I just want to bring this up. I've trained my spouse over the years. (laughs) We'll go to dinner now. And if someone comes into a restaurant with too much cologne on, the two of us just go like, oh, like you're ruining my dinner because I'm tasting your perfume. So to keep really mindful, like the roller ball or keeping it intimate is very powerful um, for you and it's respectful of other people. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, it's um, but direct palm inhalation is really nice. And I'm a huge fan of the cotton pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, or a tissue or something like that, because uh, always putting essential oils on ourselves, you can start to actually notice if you get dry, you could get uh, irritation start to happen. You can start to sensitize yourself to the oil. If you were to put geranium oil on your palm every day for a year, you might your body might start to say, no, stop that. So a go around is smell from the bottle too. But I like to tell my students and clients, liberate the oil, put one drop on a cotton pad on a tissue. Oh, I have a story for you. I hope you love this. This weekend, um, I was out east on Long Island and there's a woman I know who owns a a nursery. And we've worked together before and she hasn't had her period in seven years. She's been pregnant four times breastfeeding. I had tarragon with me. Tarragon is very potent. It's known to bring on the menstrual cycle. Mm. Same with other oils too, several other oils. She, I gave her a drop, one drop on a cotton pad. Mm-hmm. She had it all day with smelling it. She sent me a text the next day. She said, Amy, I got my period. Oh my goodness. It's wow. powerful stuff. So this people, uh, it's essential oils are really serious uh, and it's just being really mindful of that serious nature. But I'm stressing, I gave her a tissue with the oil and she put it on her lip. She took the tissue and rubbed <laughs> her lip. I was like, don't do that. But I'm just powerful, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so smelling is, uh, it's, it's more than just smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people often forget that it is. I think it's one of our most powerful state associations is smell, um, you know, because we automatically remember or feel a certain way, depending upon what the smell is making us remember a particular memory, whether we're consciously aware of it or not. Um you know, like say you bonded with your father on construction sites when you were a kid and he took you there and, um, you know, you smell sand dusk and all of a sudden you feel these warm and fuzzy feelings and you remember times that you spent with your father there on the, on the work site. So stuff like that. Um, also too, I love doing too, is like you can make your own room mists as well mm-hmm. with the essential oils, you know, just water and put to me your favorite essential oils that you like to smell into the the water and just spritz it around the room. And there you go, you know, um, to freshen up your linens, um, stuff like that. So there's someone, it's it's endless what you can do with essential oils. (laughs) It really is. And I love spritzers for, um, I just made one for a client to spray, like you said, the room. Instead of putting essential oils in the dryer, because that just goes away, make a linen spray, like you're saying. You could spray your towels or make a sachet. But I love spraying your hair mm-hmm. because it your hair holds it. Or if you put essential oils instead of topically on you, if you could put some like on the scalp ever so slightly or on the hair, it's going to be with you. So it's like your signature perfume, you're getting the aromatherapy and it's powerful to, to have the hair do that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And I, you know, all these expensive perfumes that, that you know, us women purchase, um, they're not, it's got so many chemicals in it. I think there was, I saw a Facebook post a while back um, that they spritzed like a really expensive perfume onto like a leaf or something and it, the leaf was like did did you know did 
eroding as a result of the, you know, the chemicals that are in this perfume, um, you know, compared to just using a natural essential oils uh, with water, like making your own, um, where it doesn't disintegrate like that, right? So, you know, it's, and yet we're spending like, those perfumes like can cost 200 to $300 yeah. for a bottle. <laughs> yeah. But ta- botanical perfumery can be very powerful. And um, I, I befriended uh, an artist here in the city. Uh, their name is Chokra and they f- are from the United Arab Emirates. And they were t- sharing with me that their family every day, they make their own perfume. They just go into their oil collection and will blend something and then go on the go. It doesn't have to be super complex to make your own signature scent or your own seasonal scent. Like I mentioned before, like it depends on the time of year, my mood, what's what's happening, right? For what oils should be playing with you. Because mm-hmm. um, this is chemistry at work. This is chemical message messengers, these molecules. It's in the chemistry. Um And one thing I want to touch on with the synthetic perfumes, those are all synthetics. Our body doesn't quite recognize them. And they're lacking the poetry in a real essential oil because I'm holding basil here. Basil is another one for memory uh, and clarity, like the rosemary stimulating. Uh, It's a very cool, cool plant. Um, But basil could have over 100 chemical constituents in it. And some of those chemical constituents can be in there at 0.01%. But guess what? That's in there for a reason made by that plant. And that is part of the therapy, even though it's that tiny kiss, it's a trace. But that is powerful stuff. And you're not getting that with the synthetic perfumes at all. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for, you know, showing up on the Happy Being Well podcast and pouring into our audience and educating us and giving us all these wonderful tips and insights into essential oils and aromatherapy. Um, do you have like anything, you know, where, where people can find you if they want to learn more? Do you have anything like downloads, an email newsletter? Mm-hmm. I know you talked about your workshops, but where can people go to, you know, learn more from you? Thank you for asking and allowing me to share. So please, uh, my website, I have, you can meet plants. I have plant talk videos. If you want to geek out with me and see the plants in my garden, uh, I do distill as well. So I have videos to get to learn about that. I have free and pay what you wish classes on nycaromatica.com. But I want to share one of my babies with you and your audience. I have a podcast. It's very niche. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Essential Aromatica. And every new moon, I put up an episode called Luna Aroma, and it's based on the seasonal theme of the current moon time. So what's happening seasonally, and I pair an oil, and I take you through a guided aromatic experience. So look for Luna Aroma uh, every new moon of this year. And it's a way to engage with the plants and the oils. Uh, so it's a very special project of mine that took me a few years to actually do. Oh, Thank wow. You. Yeah, wow. So all the links will be in the show notes, guys. And what's your website again? I didn't quite get that. Thank you. Uh, NYC Aromatica. N- okay. Y-C-A-R-O-M-A-T-I-C-A. Okay, cool. And when you go on that website, what can they find on their website? Obviously, your bio your videos, 
your podcast. Yeah, Yeah, my classes, it's all there, online classes. If you want to learn how to make an herbal infused oil, if you want to learn how to make an aromatherapy spritzer with ideas, like it's, I have all sorts of goodies up there. (laughs) Okay, cool. Awesome, guys. So highly guys, check that out. If you enjoy this conversation, because trust me, there's so, so, so much to learn about, you know, ways to use essential oils and you could really have fun with it and go deep with it. Um, and before you know it, you're making your own deodorants and your own perfumes and you're having your aromatherapy diffuser in every room. Um, and candles, natural candles are a part of aromatherapy as well. Cause the special, our candles have essential oils in them as well. And all natural wax as well. Um, so again, Amy, thank you so much. And everybody remember to live happy being well. And if you enjoy this this podcast episode subscribe so you don't miss another episode if you learned something new or were inspired to live happy being well please be sure to subscribe to the happy being well podcast so you don't miss an upcoming episode also please feel free to leave a five-star review including what you learned or what inspired you in today's episode this podcast is presented by happybeingwell.com your online store for natural wellness products so you can live happy being well. Order your next all-natural essential oil, all-natural face mask, all-natural bath soap, all-natural deodorant, herbal tea, crystals including crystal home decor and kitchen items, irresistible leggings, and much more at happybeingwell.com. Free shipping on all orders within the USA.